Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, indeed, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I am here as your host, Dr. Pat Basile. We come to you pretty much each and every day for a lot of hours during the week. And I'm joined by my kick sitting across from me. Mr. Mr. Benny, that's Mr. me. Mr. Benny. I've always wanted to work that out with you as far as, do I announce myself or do you announce me? I'm not sure. It's always I, left up in I the I like air. it to be in your voice. Oh, okay. Because people want to hear that sexy, deep... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, baby? Mm-mm. That's the Benny I know, baby. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Show you right. Well, I want to thank everybody out there for all of them emails from yesterday uh that's what happens when a guest doesn't show up benny and i just start talking about different things it wasn't and, me pat that was all you no but you no uh-uh it's kind of like you. the rap song we did I, together i couldn't get involved it was your moment you put that music on there and yeah. just got me going did what and, i did yes and so that show we did on you know my version of independence day is going to be up on the home page hopefully by the end of today and so we you know we had a guest that didn't show up and we went with the flow and the conversation or the topic was independence is an inside job and that's where we we started and that's where we went and we're kind of going to continue today with Dr. David Eigen who is joining us here and we're going to be talking about a reality television, and much more. Uh, Dr. Eigen has been on the Dr. Pat Show, and we had such a great time. We thought we would invite him back. He is the author of the award-winning book, Men, the Gods of Love. You got that right. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> Ain't no I questions about it. So be there. <laughs> uh, Dr. Eigen has written and discussed why powerful men cheat and lie and the reasons why their wives stand by them. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now yeah, you're switching now, it up on okay, me. Okay, well, what you, now you I'm not talk so about down. the moonwalk. Yeah. Now we got Benny doing the moonwalk of I don't all do time that. on this. I don't do that. I play fair games. Dr. David has appeared on CNN, and, you know, this is a conversation that he and I love to have. You know, he has a PhD in transpersonal psychology from Delphi, and, you know, his book is really taking a conversation to a new level. You're going to hear why he has spent years of researching this. You're going to hear what his new book is going to be. Uh, and you're going to hear about a paradigm shift, a change uh, where we play out, uh, that we play out in our lives. And so what is going on in our society t- these days? What are the expectations for reality television couples like the Goslins? Are they unrealistic? Or is this simply another way to pad the pockets of media executives. Dr. David, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Glad to have you back. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back, too. Well, I'm not sure your pockets are being padded from this conversation, but, you know, certainly your book and the work that you've done is out there now. What kind of response are you getting? 
Um, well, you know, the, the people that I reach, um, see, you know, hear it, and um, I think it makes a difference. It's not reaching the uh, audience that I'd like to, you know, anywhere near the size of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I'm hoping that that will change with book two. Uh, and it's funny, uh, I, I, I thought of when Benny, Benny got on there and said, you know, a god of love, you know, and that type of thing. And what I've learned from the first book is that uh, the title, Men the Gods of Love, uh, creates an incredible reaction, negative reaction, in women. No and, kidding! And, yeah, and then they immediately go into either, oh, they all think they're gods of love, or they're hardly gods of love, um, and not understanding that the book is about men's heritage to be this, and it's not who they're being. Yeah. Uh, the second book, which I'm in the very final stages of, like in the next day or two, will be completely birthed. Uh, I'm in the final read of it. Um, it's called Women, the Gods of Wisdom. And, yeah. um, now, women love, love that title, and I think that's going to be a very successful title, but of course, Women love that title. Men, when I tell them that, they're, they're all like looking at me like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's sort of the the, uh, the reactions are based on the misunderstandings, the battle of the sexes, whatever you want to call the uh, the issues between gender, the polarization of gender, uh, gender studies and gender uh, identity. And, um, you know, it, it, pl- it, it plays out in every aspect of our lives and and whether you mention the the reality shows or anything else that's there, all of that uh, is uh, can be shown as being part of what I'm trying to shift, which is simply, uh, you know, men get to be mental without emotions and women get to be uh, the emotional ones without uh, reason. Yeah. And, and obviously that's, you know, the extreme examples. Um, everybody has their own mix. But that there is even a uh, mix is a problem. Why would we... Why would women be, be denied mental uh, thinking, and why would men be denied emotion? It's ridiculous. Well, but it, it's certainly, and you know, we're talking about reality television here. We're going to talk about reality television and much more. But, the, you know, the deal is that extremes sell. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, we're being real here about this. You know, oh, yeah. I don't know if I have the, the knowledge to answer your question, but I will say this. You know, when you mention the name of the the women's book, uh, there are a few of us in the studio here. I mean, you know, people are like thumbs up. And so that really says something. The other question is, who are really buying these books to begin with? Are they men or are they women? They're women. They're women. They're women. And They're women. I didn't recognize that when I when I wrote, uh, wrote the... Well, you know what? I had to write the first book. You it, had to. It really, it was part of... It was coming from me. I had to, had to release that. But the, I didn't recognize the title would be so off-putting because the women I spoke to and, and spoke to many about the title, when they, they all knew what the book was about, so they therefore understood what it was, and I didn't have any, didn't walk the streets and say, hey, I need a quick favor, will you tell me what you think of this title? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. I should have, and I learned the hard way. But, uh, you know, the, uh, that's, that's where it is, you know. Uh, <laughs> That book was three and a half years to make, and, uh, you know, uh, now the other one, uh, book two, has been two and a half years. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's quite a, uh, an undertaking, and, and, you know, and it's really from my heart, and it's about shifting the paradigm, shifting the perceptions we have of 
who we are and what it is to be a man, what it is to be a woman, and how we create relationships. Well, I have to say to you, uh, David, that I really think that in order for your, and this is just my little opinion, that in order for the second book, the book, you know, women, the, the did you call them gods or goddesses? I called them gods uh, to Good. get better on the title, and I was yeah. told by some feminists, they said you ought to keep it that way, and I'm like, oh, and so between that yeah. and the yeah. way it laid out, I let it be, but uh, actually, in my mind, it's goddesses. Yeah, and you know, I, I, I honestly, I'm kind of back and forth on it. I love that you kept it the same. I love that you kept it the same because that's going to generate an entire interview for you Mm -hmm. to talk about that, you know, to talk about women as gods. I mean, I could if we didn't have another topic today, I would be spending all hour talking about that because I think it's both powerful and it breaks through a, a paradigm we have about the mold that men need to fit into and the mold that women need to fit into. So what I love, love, love about talking with you is you're like always on the edge. Yeah, I, I love this. You're like always on the edge, and you're not really putting your hand out saying, "Okay, I want you to catch me if I'm fall, if I fall." You're saying this is the conversation we have, and this is the one we're going to have. For those of you just popping into the Dr. Pat show, David Eigen is joining us here today. He is author of the book Men. The gods of love, and when you when you go through and you look at some of the the, the information, the table of contents, right? You know, you go. Right, he goes right at page four, Benny. Men and sex. He yeah. could have stopped there. He could have. Yes, that's true. But not really. Oh no! Why no. would you want to do that? No, not at all. But but David, this story for you is uh, is actually an expose in a different way, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you, you want to really share the struggle and address the question, the, the questions, you know, why do men cheat? You know, why? And hopefully there'll be something in the in the book uh, of women uh, that, that you're writing, uh, you know, women, the gods of wisdom. Um, hopefully there'll be something in there where you talk about the challenges we have. And if you ever need any input to that, we got a bunch of people here that'd be ready to talk to you. <laughs> but all of this you know, has evolved into a pop culture that we live in right now where we have to talk about this um, and we have to see it. And, you know, let's talk about reality television when we come back from break. But, you know, why? Let me just ask you a quick question. Why is it we're so focused on sort of the reality TV parts of things? What is it that we're hooked into? Well, you know, it's the same thing as why people are now crying over the uh, all the deaths of well, between Michael Jackson and you know everybody else, Farrah Fawcett, all these other things. We're, we're whatever it is in ourselves what, that we're not fulfilled with. We we project out uh, everything that we feel are, and we make these people heroes, and we live vicariously through them. And so we empathize, and they die, and it feels like some part of us is dying. And really what that's saying is there's some part of us that we're not fulfilling and we're distracting from and using these people to distract. And that's why the reality shows are that way. It's just simply that, you know, it's more entertaining or more easy to look outside at these others than it is within ourselves. Well, when we come back from break, we're going to take a look at both. You know, is reality TV, you know, are the Goslins, are they a reflection of what's going on in mainstream America? Is that really what's happening? Or is this just simply entertainment to take our minds 
off of other things that perhaps are going on in the world. Dr. David Eigen joining us here today. When we come back, we're going to be chatting about that and much more. Hey, we want to hear from you. What do you think about the title of the book? Women, God's of wisdom. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, and I am here with Becky Miller from Kent, who is another successful client of Positive Changes. Are you tired of the diet roller coaster? Tired of losing the weight only to gain it back again when you stop dieting? Well, Becky decided to quit dieting and make a lasting lifestyle change with the help of Positive Changes Hypnosis. Becky, tell us how much weight you lost. I've lost 65 pounds. Tell us how Positive Changes is different than a diet. I used to be out of control with my eating. Positive changes put me back in control. I didn't really give up anything, but I just made better choices. I had no deprivation. If I really wanted something, I had a couple bites and then really didn't want the rest of it. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Are you tired of waking with aches and pains? Sick of taking one prescription drug after another? Would you like to take complete charge of your health? At Vitality Chiropractic, Dr. Bonnie Verhunt specializes in all-natural treatments for everything from arthritis to chronic fatigue. For information on how chiropractic can change your life, visit vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to Dr. Bonnie Verhunt on The Dr. Pat Show. The Hotel Max introduces Seattle to an experience of art and luxury combined. It's the most artistic downtown Seattle hotel and is the perfect setting for business or pleasure. Hotel Max provides the platform for viewing emerging and established Seattle artists and photographers with more than 350 original paintings and photographs found throughout the hotel. At Hotel Max, you definitely know you're in Seattle. Visit HotelMaxSeattle.com. That's HotelMaxSeattle.com. Man, you know, Benny, I want to get my life back and walk without pain. And I heard about a shoe that's a natural solution for heel and back pain. Well, you know, Susan, it's actually called Z-Coil Pain Relief Footwear. It's a shock absorber in the heel that cushions the pounding in your step, and it provides less impact, which means less pain. You mean I can walk with my kids again without that nagging heel pain? You sure can. Give Z-Coil Footwear a try. Call 206-838-7338, or you can even try out their website, your2feet.com. Are you preparing for extraterrestrial communication? Attend Star Talk on July 11th at the Maitreya Center in Redmond. Expanding right brain consciousness, we can begin to activate the celestial mind with direct experience of interstellar energies. From Parallel Universe Programs and Sandra Rodman, Star Talk, July 11th. Call 425-214-2926 or visit parallel-universe.us. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. So does everybody think that men, are they are they the gods of love? And are, are women the gods of wisdom? What do you think about that? 
I hope you'll give us a shout and join in on the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. If you're a woman, do you believe you are a God of wisdom? And if you're a man, do you believe you are the God of love? 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819 is our toll-free number. We'd love to hear from you. Dr. David Eigen joining us here today. One of the things we are going to talk about is we're going to talk about reality TV. And, uh, and, you know, these days, I'm not sure, uh, just about everything on TV is reality TV. And somebody came up with a brilliant idea. But have we taken reality TV too far? I don't know. But I want to hear from Dr. David Eigen about that and much more. You know, the Goslins, you know, better known as John and Kate, plus eight, um, minus two. Minus two. Well, they're getting a divorce. So. Oh. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, I mean, you can't really add it all up. Well, you can't anymore, I guess. No. So it's a, is it's it. It's a different uh, situation. So is it going to be like four by two? Uh, or is it going to yeah, be yeah, that's eight by. Good. Uh, yeah. well, they're working on that. That's actually, David, that's, that's actually, you know, what my point right now. I mean, look at what we're talking about. Here we've watched a family go through this, as we have watched with other people and other you know, reality television shows, and we end up getting so emotionally involved that we follow them through the disappointment that they have, and we bring it into our own lives. What is right. your take on this? Well, my take on the whole reality TV thing, and theirs specifically, is that it has nothing to do with reality. It is... Uh, uh, it is it is something created uh, to market whatever they can market, whether it be people doing stupid things and running into walls or whatever, you know, the holy you-know-what type shows or the uh, John and Kate plus eight pieces of meat uh, who are saleable commodities. Oh, that's right, they're children um, who are obviously, the way I say that, I'm, I, I'm being sarcastic. The, as far as I'm concerned, they, uh, they're borderline abusive of the children because they children aren't considered any in any manner shape or form and uh you know i'm kate has professed how important the children are and it's everything is about the children and uh you know all i can can think of is liar liar pants on fire yeah um you know it's just simply they 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 are nothing but saleable commodities she's using them in every manner shape or form she may be fooling herself into trying to uh, justify by saying it's all for my children However, it's all to make money, and and from TLC's point of view, shame on TLC. Um, mm-hmm. You know, simply uh, they couldn't care less. It's simply about making uh, ratings and money. Mm-hmm. And, no, and there's no reality in it whatsoever. Um, you don't grow up. Uh, I mean, first of all, the whole. You know, I can't even imagine having six. Uh, you know, what is it, hex tuplets and a twi- twins? I mean, I have two babies, uh, and they're uh, seventeen and a half and nineteen. But you know, they were twenty-one months apart, and, and no, that. Took a lot. I mean, I remember as a young man when they said when you had kids it changed your life, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll, I can handle it. It's just responsibility. And then when I had kids, I went, oh my God, is this what they meant? <laughs> so uh, it's it's far greater than we ever realize in our youth. And here they are; they've got an incredible amount. And so, yeah, good story. And it started off eight years ago innocently as that story, uh, but it became something sellable and marketable, and they became actors that are. You know, uh, you know, it's all staged. It's all uh, for the camera, and um, you know, it's just it, it's not real, and and uh, it's been very clear that it's not real. And uh, you know, uh, 
I, I, I can't even imagine having a relationship with eight children because you have no time you know, to do anything to begin with. But, uh, you know, they seem to have time to go out and do their little things and uh, go on uh, book tours, go run around with, uh, what was it, the college co-eds I think he was doing or some partying and all the other nonsense and the acting out. It's just, it's just clear they, they didn't have a clue what a relationship was about. And then they had eight, eight children, eight responsibilities that uh, they turned into saleable commodities. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, when we look at this, isn't it just about a television and television ratings? I mean, honestly, let's talk about this for a minute, because, um, you know, this is on TLC to begin with. I mean, it's not like it's on, well, I'm not even going to mention another right. channel, but, it, you know, it's on a channel that I think most of us have come to love and respect right. in a lot of ways. And and yet to see that they were willing to to really go the distance with this is kind of disturbing, I think. But on the oh. other hand, you know, I think about this and I think about the fact that, uh, you know, these these people and these children need to have parents that are making an income. It's a really it's not as cut and dry as I think we'd like it to be, David. I understand the economics of it. I can't argue with that. I can see them going, well, listen, they're going to be set for the rest of their lives, assuming they are going to be set for the rest of their lives, because I don't know where that uh, that any of the money they're taking, the Gotham parents are taking in, is being set aside in trust funds for the kids. I don't see any of that handled in that way. And, in fact, I'd be willing to bet uh, $100 right now that it's not. And uh, the money will be in the parents' pockets, and, uh, you know, it'll be... Uh, They'll find ways to, uh, you know, to get to blow it, you know, uh, and uh, I don't think that the kids are going to benefit out of it and they're going to be scarred for life. And even if they benefit financially, scarring them for life is not healthy. You know, it's uh, I, I'm not sure who's uh, who, which is a better state. You know, the old uh, adage of uh, you, know, you look at the aboriginal tribe, they're out in the desert. I mean, the jungles, they don't have anything that we think of or is important. And yet they're happy and content. And here we are with supposedly everything and we're all miserable. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not about having all of these things, uh, material things. Maybe it's just about having love, connection, family, that type of thing. And I think that this society is absolutely devoid of that and, and hurting from that and doesn't want to address the issue. So, uh, you know, part of this is getting to the point of resolving this. But reality television is not going to go away. Every time you turn around, there is some new reality kind of TV. Everything from a show like Wipeout to, you know, an intimate show like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, uh, to American Idol, which has broken all sorts of records. I mean, I haven't even gotten the numbers yet on the rating for the rerun of the Michael Jackson um, show last Monday. But we are so plugged in, and it isn't just us. It's, it's people across the country. Right. What are we looking for? Um, we're looking for something to fill us. And, uh, you know, what Phil's saying, we're looking for love in all the wrong places. Okay. You know, we're, we're not going to find that fulfillment, that love, that peace, that, you know, or or, uh, or even just the, the what we're also looking for is a distraction from the fears and the insecurities that we all feel in this present state of the economy and the world. Is, it doesn't make for uh, security, make for us feel secure. So we're all feeling that. I feel it, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, if, it's like a... This somehow, it's sort of an addiction. It is an addiction. An addiction is a distraction from feelings. And, um, you know, uh, TV, of course, can be an addiction. And here's an, a, 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 a more of an addicting thing. We can really get into their lives and pretend like that's important. And while we're looking at their lives, we don't have to look at our own. 
You know, when we look at the reality television and the reality of things, there is something very exciting about it. And, you know, I don't know if we can define reality television. Some people say that, you know, reality television is not reality television. It's not new. I mean, there have been forms of this all along. Anytime we've seen a live television show that takes certain factors into consideration. Um but I, I don't know that I agree with that. I think there's a difference between live television and reality television almost manipulating what's going on for sensationalization. Because honestly, David, if you've ever had any taping of anything before by a major network, by the time you see it on TV, there are pieces that are out of context. There are things you don't even remember saying, cameras that you can't even believe existed. So are we abusing the the level of agreement people have to put themselves out there? Or does everybody really know what they're getting into? Um, I think that we're abusing it and that in some ways people are... Uh, you know, uh, know that they're getting into something that they can sell themselves at, and, and they're getting their 15 minutes of fame. Uh, I think of it, uh, the idea that popped into on my mind might have something to do with being a hypnotherapist, but uh-huh. there are people called hypno- hypnotists, and they go around, and they put on these shows, and they get people to, you know, pretend like you're an orange, bark like a dog, you know, whatever. And what they do is they look for people who want to show off, want to have that kind of attention, don't care, you know, what else? They just want this, and they who are more suggestible and more open to doing this. Where other people, they look at it and go, "No, nope, you won't do," because you're not going to be interested in doing that. And so I'm thinking that these are the same kind of people that would be on the reality shows. Yeah, I'll do anything. I'll bark like a dog. I'll pretend I'm being a dad. I'll do whatever it is I need to do to get ratings, attention, and and make money. So uh, we're going to talk about, you know, when we come back, we're going to talk about reality television and where some of these reality television characters fit in. Do they fit into the to the conversation of women, the gods of wisdom, or do they fit into the conversation of men, the gods of love? And how do we interpret? How do we figure this out? You know, how do we, you know, perceive some of the people we do see in television and do they affect our children? Does reality television affect the children, our young people, people that are now so impressionable? And how do we make sense of this as parents? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with The Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to www.thedrpatshow.com. And my very special guest today is joining us here today, Dr. David Eigen. You can go to Women of the Gods, uh, Women, the Gods of Wisdom.com. And menthegodsoflove.com, or just stay tuned and we'll tell you how to find out lots more about David. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. 
Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. So, Susan, how's your diet going? It's going great. I had noodles for dinner last night. Noodles? Come on, that can't be on your diet. Well, I eat miracle noodles. They're the secret calorie-free noodles that Japanese women have eaten for years to stay thin. Hmm, how is that possible? They're made only from soluble fiber. That's it. Guilt-free noodles, Eva. Well, I'm sold. Where do you get them? Well, it's my little secret. But okay, you can get them at MiracleNoodle.com. Is it possible to change your physical destiny in one critical hour without suffering or willpower? Cat James says yes. Find out what transformed Cat and others as you jumpstart your own journey to freedom from the boot camp body and beauty myths. With pioneering experts and real life stories, Cat will get you off the merry-go-round so you can get serious about self-transformation. Are you ready to be transformed? Catch the Cat James Show Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Learn more at Total Transformation. Get to the heart of what matters most in your life, work, and relationships with Dr. Joanne White's inspirational books, CDs, and other products. Discover powerful tools to help you succeed and achieve no matter where you are right now. Dr. Joanne White, the success doc, author, speaker, life, business coach, and energy intuitive will show you how to enrich your life. Call 1-877-DOC-WHITE or visit docwhite.org. The hardest part of mental illness is that you don't understand yourself. My friends stopped calling. I went through a divorce. I felt like there was nowhere I could turn. Then I read a story in the newspaper about NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. It's not that they gave me the reasons to get out of bed or get on with my day. It's that they showed me how. One in five adults lives with depression, schizophrenia, anxiety, or other mental illnesses. NAMI provides education and support. Go to NAMI.org or call 800-950-NAMI. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive by Dr. David Eigen, joining us here today. He is the, the author, as I said before, of the book, Men, the Gods of Love, and the upcoming book, Women, the Gods of Wisdom. Let's step back for a minute and let's talk about your first book um, and, and what the point was you were trying to get across and, and why the reaction from so many women about the title. But you didn't really intend to write a book, Men, the Gods of Love, and, and have people so misinterpret that title. I mean, you thought you were pretty much in good taste and character with that. Right. And I thought people would understand my intention, which right. was because uh, the subtitle is Manhood's Journey. Right. Manhood's Journey to, uh, to love, not that they're there. Right. But, but nobody get gets to the subtitle. No, they don't. And, uh, you know, it, uh, you know uh, I, I'm looking at many different options, including even changing the title and the title of the second book right now. We're, mm-hmm. I'm playing with that, uh, although the, I think the second book's title will be fine because book buyers of this type of book are women. So yeah. They're all fine with the women, the gods of, of wisdom. You know, they can fluff themselves up with that title. And um, that's the problem is where, you know, I'm not, my intention was to say, hey, this is who we really are. Men are gods of love, 
and we can see that in their behaviors in, for example, for eternity, they've been willing to lay down their lives for the family. And that's not duty, that's love. That's love of family, love of country, and that's an expression, one version of masculine love. And, you know, so you can see loving behaviors, but they're not, like, I can lay my life down for you, but I can't uh, show my heart, I can't show you my feelings. And, you know, uh, because that's unmanly, and of course I've been taught that if I'm, uh, you won't love me if I'm unmanly. And that's what really the book is about, is about how men have been uh, really imprisoned in this uh, illusion where they're told that part of them is wrong. I know. I know. I grew up with a family of men like that. And, you know, my brother, who was basically, you know, like lo- just raised by my mom, pretty much. He had a he has a very soft side to him. But, you know, how does that play out? I mean, I I can sit here and cry at the drop of a hat, but I don't think I've ever seen Benny cry. And my, it may right. not be because he's not, you know, uh, you know, a, what do I want to call a teddy bear? It just maybe we relate to different things. I mean, the whole crying thing. All right, here I go. Let's talk about this, though, from some of our major icons. If you cry on Donald Trump's apprentice, you are as good as gone. It doesn't matter if you're a man or you're a woman. If you start to all get your lips all puckered up and your eyes all watery, and what's-her-face, you know, last time almost got yanked out of that show. It's got to be a sale tactic. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Advertising tactic. Uh, But honestly, and he said this. He has said, don't cry. So, I mean, what are we talking about here with with this? If we're saying with one of the most, I don't know, what do we want to call Donald Trump? One of the most manly? No, I don't even even know. I don't even know what to say. uh, (laughs) Unfeeling, heartless. Let's see, I can come up with a number of things. (laughs) Well, totally. But the deal, okay, wait a minute. I'm, I'm being told to wait a minute. Should I keep? T- should I shut up? Is he Donald Trump on the phone? No. <laughs> no, we have a caller. Just hang on. Let me get okay. that for you. I'm wondering. You know, <clears throat> I actually have been speaking to some of Donald Trump's people. I'm just wondering. <laughs> well, there goes that interview. But uh, honestly, what is it going to take for us to get to the place where we just show up as us? We just well, show up as us. Just just come on and show up and not the us that is all crusty and got the layers on where I'm on radio and I'm not going to cry for you or, uh, you know, whatever. But what do we do? And I think we do have a caller with a question, don't we, Mr. B? Yeah, we're just getting the information. Just one second. Okay, we're getting it must be a big question. Um, And so, uh, you know, part of this is getting to this place where we we figure out what's real, what's not. How we go? We honestly, David, we put this camera in here in the studio, and I I'm scratch my head around the whole thing with the camera in here. First of all, I don't like where the camera is, and the second thing is, you know, somebody's always. Well, I'm getting emails about what I'm drinking, and what I'm wearing, and uh, and, and you know, honestly, you know, or uh, yeah, right. It's tiring. It's very exhausting right now. It's extremely exhausting. It's a lot of energy into things that are really unimportant. And, uh... it, takes me, it takes a lot of energy to just do the show. Yeah, Benny? Yeah, let's bring on Jay from Canada. He wants to weigh in on the Is uh, the this our Jay? Jay from Canada. Yes, Alberta. Jay, it has been so long. How are I, you? I know. Hi, it's Jay. Been so hey, Dr. Hey, Pat. Hey, how Canada. are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. 
Hey, I'm waving you on camera. I saw I know. you there. I wish, you, I wish I could see you waving back, but cool. <laughs> How can we help you? My question is that, um, you know, in the 50s and 60s, you know, there were shows that, that, that showed, like, the family type of aspect of, of bringing together men and women and family. And just wonder why is it now is that we have so many books and videos and also reality shows, instead of creating unity between men and women, we're creating separation more and more and more of a gap between men and women. Why, why is that more? Because, you know, in the spiritual change that's going on in this earth, the stuff that's going on in the economics and also the stuff that's going on in the earth changes, that we're supposed to become more unity, but what I'm seeing out there, it's, it's a separation. I just mm. wonder what is your opinion about that. All right, David, that's a hot one. Yep, that, you're, you're absolutely right on. And the, the first thing I can say to you is we, I totally agree we are going through a change, a major change. And, uh, the, you know, whenever you go through a change, it's uncomfortable. And there'll be, uh, there'll be adjustments where we, we go too far in reaction. We don't go far enough. Uh, and so the only thing that people who are aware of these things can do is to just continue to, to work to make the change work and to balance out to find the, the connection as opposed to the destruction of each other, uh, which is what, what you're referring to. Why are people, uh, you know, uh, why are we seeming to be destroying each other and knocking each other down? Uh, like we discussed earlier, why do women look at the, the title of my first book and laugh? Um, and, and without recognizing that's their own anger and rage, maybe they need to look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so the, the key is just simply to understand that this is part of the process, and in a way, it's a good time. I'm glad that we're not frozen. I'm glad that things are being kicked up. Um, and, uh, you know, my intention is to do everything I can to further the evolution of, uh, you know, we went from matriarchy to patriarchy, you know, about 3,500 3, years of each, and now maybe time for the third, which is going to be partnership. And that, that I'm looking forward to that time. And I hope I get to see enough of it come to fruition. It's mm-hmm. not something that happens overnight. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're seeing. Well, and the other part of this, Jay, I mean, Jay, don't you think that this, when you think about what's hop- happened to our media, what's happened to television, how, you know, a few conglomerates can basically run the show, so to speak, each of them competing for advertising dollars, Right. I mean, you know, I was listening to radio this morning, and I, I, I wonder if Benny could even get it up. But I was listening to one of our sister stations, Moving 92.5. And the uh, ladies' room, what, they were talking about a new ad from Bacardi. And I don't know if Benny can get that, but I hope he does. Um, it was a new ad from Bacardi. And I think the ad said something like... Um, Oh, gosh, I want to get it up. I don't want to misquote it. But it was a new ad from Bacardi Rum. And it and 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 hopefully we'll get it up and we'll read it to you. But the point is, Jay, that don't you think, given what you know about and I know you're from Canada, you're not from, you know, here. I don't know if you see the same <laughs> programming as we do. I don't think you do. I don't I, I don't you know what I'm saying? I think you have different yeah. programming because I watch the Canadian channels. Um, and and yet at the same time, you don't really uh, get to see that people are battling, battling over advertising dollars. And so there's this platform of ratings that determines where how much an advertising dollar is going to be. Don't you think that might have something to do with the content on TV? 
Yeah, well, it's getting more fierce. One thing I'd say is that I haven't watched television basically except for the playoffs in hockey for about a year. So I really don't know what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. And, but the thing is that I think people are in the, the companies, because of the dollars uh, the advertisers are spending now, they're in desperation now, desperation mode. So the biggest, biggest um, controversial maybe commercial is going to actually peak people's eyes up, you know. So... I think it's it, we're getting to the point where it's like uh, we've seen the same old thing, and it's not even actually uh, we're not going to watch it because I've, we've seen it before. So they're trying yeah. to come with creative ways to to get your attention. Okay, well, let me yeah. give you a statistic because I, I got, I've got to read this. I've got to give I got to put this back in reality here for a minute. Monday night was American Idol, the tribute to Michael Jackson. Okay, they did a replay right on Monday. <laughs> the Bachelorette clobbered the heck out of American... Okay, can you feel what I'm saying here, Jay? Uh And David? The Bachelorette not just inched by, clobbered American Idol. And why? Maybe it was all old news. Maybe they didn't like the way people sang Michael Jackson songs to begin with. But it wasn't even a race. It wasn't even a race. Clobbered it. So... Why would, you know, I mean, David, this goes back to the conversation about reality television, men being the gods, but here is a woman. Now, some people say that this particular bachelorette is very emotional, but the guys on the show this year are very emotional. Do you think that might have anything to do with ratings? That we actually have a bachelorette, bachelor show, where men are crying every week. I don't know. Let's take a short break when we come back. I can't wait to hear David talk about that. Are the men really crying more than the bachelorette herself? And does anybody really care except for the fact that David's commitment is to help us have better relationships? We'll be right back with the show. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Have you been longing to reconnect with nature? Yellow Bear Journeys is an eco-tour company that designs and guides tours in the Pacific Northwest and Hawaii with a unique focus of restoring the hope, strength, and joy of each traveler and bringing clarity to their next step in life. Journeys are designed to reconnect you with nature in gentle ways that allow enjoyment without overwhelm. Call 360-918-8121 or visit yellowbearjourneys.com. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick, and I want to help you become financially free. Go to my website, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com, and you'll find my book that just became a bestseller, Passing Up Susie Orman and Rich Dad Poor Dad. And when you buy my book today, you're going to get four ebooks, all for the price of one. Plus, I'm going to throw in six CD downloads absolutely free when you buy my book today. Go to my website, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com. Secretsofthemillionaireinside.com. It's a new day. Join intuitive coach Don Marie Stansfield every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on KKNW AM 1150. 
Don Marie focuses on the self-empowerment of individuals by examining present-day circumstances. She offers practical tools you can use to help overcome difficult situations and move forward on your life path. Learn more at dawnsvision.com and catch It's a New Day with Don Marie Stansfield, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Bellagenza Extraordinary Hair Care provides a complete line of natural professional products. Your hair is your number one accessory, so make sure you treat it right with the finest blend of natural food-grade fusion ingredients. Bellagenza provides you with a luxurious experience and high-quality ingredients in a base of aloe and plant juices. Visit Bellagenza.com and receive 10% off when you order online. Just enter Dr. Pat, D-R-P-A-T. That's Bellagenza.com, B-E-L-E-G-E-N-Z-A.com. Can you imagine a world where noodles are calorie-free? For centuries, Japanese women have eaten these noodles. Now this Japanese Miracle Noodle is available in the United States at MiracleNoodle.com. As seen on ABC News, this noodle made only of soluble fiber has zero net carbs and zero calories. Imagine the possibilities. Now you know why it's called Miracle Noodle. Add noodles back into your diet guilt-free at MiracleNoodle.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Dr. David Eigen joining us here today. And, you know, he is the author, as I said before, on Men, the Gods of Love, and of the upcoming book, Women, the Gods of Wisdom. We're talking about reality, reality television. We're talking about pop culture, and we're talking about relationships, what we plugged into, what we expect to see. I ended the segment, uh, David, talking about the, the battle, and I will call it a battle because that's the way televisions really work. The battle between Fox's American Idol and CBS's The Bachelorette. Um, it, you know, uh, I think it's CBS. I can't tell. But I, I think The Bachelorette is uh, on CBS. Um, and so, uh, well, no, wait, that's not true. ABC has The Bachelorette. CBS has How I Met Your Mother and Rules of Engagement. But the point is, ABC, CBS, Fox... The battle is on for every minute of television time. Now, I made a comment about The Bachelorette. She's a very likable bachelorette, so to speak. Um, and the show, even though there is, there's, there's so many men in it and have been from day one, my opinion is the show has been of a, quote, softer nature. And as a matter of fact, men really dealing with some issues of integrity on this show. I don't know, David, do you think that that may have something to do with the popularity? Because there are men on this show that were accused of having girlfriends. There is the confrontation about that. There are other men that were privy to that information, that withhold, that struggle with, do I say something? Ending up last week, where one of the, you know, I believe one of the most popular bachelors who got booted off crying his eyes out. You want to explain that to me, David? Uh, that's a lot to explain there. Um, you know, all I can tell you is just in general, I, it, it sounds like this show is hitting um, more of a, of, a, of a human core 
and that's bringing people in, what you've told me, and as I told you on the break, I have not seen the show, so I can't go further with that, but however, um, what you've just told me I think is great if they're having those kinds of conversations and discussions, they're, they're, we actually might have some realism in, in reality TV coming in. I would love to see that. Um, in fact, now that you told me it, I will watch it. Um, because I, up until now, the shows I've seen have just been just, you know, uh, horrible, you know, unreal and, and or of the worst type of, uh, you know, uh, commercialism that, that you could possibly see and all, all rooted in, in the illusions that we normally have, you know, and how much do you do for me, what we do here. And that's not what relationships are. Relationships are connections. So maybe they're actually getting to... Uh, a place where we find out if they're connected, if there is a real true connection there, and, and if they're capable of uh, sustaining those connections. Well, let's talk about the one-two punch on the, uh, you know, I, I don't know if they if they could. Well, no, we do know. We do know, except for the Bachelor guy that was on last year who actually left the woman that he picked for the other woman. They may be the, doing uh, Seattle native. Uh, well, I'm not even going to bring that up. Oh, okay. Well, yep. We're not bringing not bringing that up. <laughs> yep. We're not going to bring that up. But the point is, look at the one-two punch. This really talks to the issues that I think you raise. The Bachelorette, and then here come the newlyweds. Okay. An average 2.4 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic. A power punch. The Bachelorette, and here come the newlyweds. Isn't this the one-two punch of reality sh- television? I mean, based on what your area of expertise is, this is about love and marriage. Love and marriage right there taking the gold. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a good sign. And if, if it's doing it on a healthy basis with real openness, real... Uh, you know, exposure to all of the things, including lacks of integrity and, uh, uh, you know, the other games that, that everybody plays. And I think that's fabulous. That's what we need. We need to have communications that are games. Mm-hmm. Uh, most relationships are based in games and illusions. And, in fact, uh, uh, you know, the uh, one of the, the chapters in um, uh, the second book is called The Fairy Tale Princess and Other Illusions. And, you know, what I've seen of relationships is... Uh, uh, as there is uh, these fairy tales that that uh, women uh, create for themselves, and then they look for uh, bit part players to play the role of husband, and then family, you know, different members of the family, maybe children. But meanwhile, it's all about I will be fine and be okay as a woman if I have my fairy tale come to, come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And of course, the, the, what I always looked at as in, as a child, even at the fairy tales that actually I was very uncomfortable with, was. You know, I don't mind fighting the good fight, you know, fighting the dragon, whatever. And, you know, I want the princess, too. Um, but I noticed in the fairy tales is after I, you know, I've only seen her in the window, for example. Um, and, and But I win the fight, and she gives me her kingdom, and we go off and live happily ever after. And But I don't know her. She doesn't know me. And we don't even have a clue how to get to that place of knowing each other. And then once you get that ability within yourself to know somebody... Through intimacy, and that means into me see, mm-hmm. uh, which means being vulnerable and opening up. Um, then you have to find out whether you actually have a real connection, or whether it was just a uh, uh, convenient business relationship, a uh, sexual relationship, whatever. Um, but often the relationships are not founded in deep connection of soul; they're they're deep business relationships. 
And, you know, let's bring this kind of full circle. We started to talk about a lot of different things. We started, of course, to talk about, you know, men, the gods of of love. And, you know, what we know about uh, the heartbreak that can happen from men being the gods of love and women being the gods of wisdom. I mean, they're both kind of extremes in their own way. And yet, uh, you know, there is a middle ground that we all have to try to figure out how to get to. Isn't that true? Well, actually, the the gods of love and the gods of wisdom are the middle grounds, because Mm -hmm. in order to be a god of love, a man has to balance and and be okay with his feeling side as well as his mental uh, side, and that balance will will create love. And then for a woman, she has to be able to balance her natural feminine emotional side with her inner masculine side of which is intention and focus um, and mental thinking, and then she becomes the god of wisdom. So that's what I'm... Uh, the wholeness is really what it is. I, it really boils down to something simple that people just don't see. Our present uh, way of perceiving life and being taught of life simply says, you cut off this part of yourself from you, you disassociate from it, you disassociate from that, and together you'll be able to make a good partnership. And really what we've done is, uh, and of course disassociative disorder is a clinical uh, you know, a diagnosis, and uh, let's say this very simply and succinctly, uh, our society teaches us all how to be crazy. And I don't know anybody who hasn't looked around the world and gone, God, it's a crazy world. And it is a crazy world, and we're being taught to be crazy. We're being taught how to not have a relationship, how to not function, how to not fulfill ourselves. And it's all based on the illusion of who we're supposed to be, which is the uh, really the patriarchal macho illusion that's got to gotta go. And we've got to come to a place where men can be find that their power comes from their hearts, not from their minds and their will. And women can, uh, can you, uh, find the, the reason and the mental uh, power that focuses that incredible uh, unlimitedness that is the, uh, the feminine uh, emotionality um, and become goddesses of wisdom and then gu- guide us, um, because we need that guidance. We need that, the wisdom uh, and the men's love will make it so and we'll uh, create it. So that's what, I'm, uh, what, what I'm, I'm really aiming for and changing in this society is coming to a balance within before we worry about outside, you know? <laughs> well, you should have heard my show the other day that independence is an inside job. It's kind of on the same lines. David, thank you. Yes. You know, thank you so much for joining us here today. This is a powerful conversation. I know we talked a lot about different things and mostly the influence uh, that we could subject ourselves from the outside world. Do you want to leave a personal message? And again, please give your website to everyone. Sure. Well, my main website with my blog is DavidEigen, E-I-G-E-N, dot com. And, um, you know, the, the only thing I can say to everybody is, you know, start looking within as much as you can about who you really are and find out what that is. And from that point, offer it. Because the key, and both of my books really end in this, is it's being in service to each other. And uh, right now we look into what what do you do for me and what do I, you know, we have this uh, bartering system. And it's really about how can I serve you, how can you serve me out of love and out of connection. Uh, if you don't have that, you don't have a relationship, you just have a, a business agreement. Wow. So I, I would like to see that change. Thank you, thank you, thank you, David, for joining us. And we, are, we will join you on that journey as well. Thank you so much for today's Thanks show. Thanks for having me. 
Uh, thanks to Jay calling in and kind of getting us in the groove with some of his thoughts. Thanks for all of thanks to all of you tuning us in and turning us on. When we come back, we're going to introduce you to something purely exquisite, something brand new in the Seattle area that you're going to hear a lot about with my very special guest today, Lisa Smith Putnam. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. 